2: Will he tip the card? I know I've said it before, but given the the series of events that leads me into your studio today, Michael, I think there is something happening. There's something in the air. We'll tip the card here. I'll tip the card this weekend.
3: Mick Sharkey joins Racing Pulse to preview the big races in Friday Form Focus.
0: And Friday Form Focus is brought to you thanks to the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup. Celebrate Christmas our way and book now, country.racing.com forward slash ballarat. Will Michael Sharkey tip the card? Why ask a question when you absolutely it, it know is, the answer? It
2: is the greatest rhetorical <laughs> question, isn't it? Uh, of course I'm not going to. No, of course we all know. Well, actually, I'm anti-tipping the card. Yeah, I why would you want
0: to do something good like that?
2: Well, exactly. <laughs> Just, it's... I think you go the other way, don't we?
0: Like, tap Huntley, into our Huntley did it at Kilmore a while ago. It's all just passe.
2: Tap it? into our '90s sort of grunge roots and just be like, you know, yeah, who yeah. cares? <laughs> you know, rock and roll. Hey, is
0: Don as good? Is here for the next mm. hour and a half? There yes, <laughs>
2: absolutely, and very excited to be. I
0: put that on him. Ten minutes ago, and he, he actually took it quite well. Long, long time
1: listener, first time contributor for this what? portion of the morning. So. You only told him. You only told him <laughs> a half an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. coming, coming <laughs> on. Well, there hour was and the
0: on. usual uncertainty about whether you were going to rock up on time. Oh, I was out of <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Hey, on. Uh, And there's so much for Don to fill us in with because we've got Wodonga Cup today, Cranbourne mm. Cup tomorrow, Penshurst mm. Cup tomorrow, Tatura Cup tomorrow, Kilmore Cup Sunday, Bong Bong Cup. Tomorrow, after one weekend, five cups. Years of COVID and uh, uh, and bad weather, and we've got Heelsville tomorrow as well. So there's lots of fixed odds markets. I don't think Bong Bong is going to appear on the radar. But oh, but Bong Bong's important. Bong Bong is it? They say that's one of the better afternoons you can possibly have at the Bong Bong races. Do you real, do you know you have to be? There's a weird quirk. It's it's picnic, but it's elite at the same time. In order to attend the Bong Bong races, unless this has changed, you have to be a member of the Bong Bong Racing Club.
2: Well, it's it's a it's a very important weekend this year because it is the return to the saddle of one of the great men of the breeding industry, Anthony Tubber-Williams, Yeah, who's, I think he's director of stallions at Newgate, something like that. Anyway, Tubber's, I'm going to say late 50s, sorry Tubber, uh, he <laughs> hasn't ridden competitively for about 30 years. Tubber
0: was at King Island last year with me.
2: Yeah, yeah. probably right. Yeah, he was. Uh, so how's that going to go? Uh, well, I don't know. He's got a few rides. He's got a ride in the in the second. I think he's got about four rides across the day. So I hope. Is this meeting covered by Sky today? I know it's a picnic meeting, but surely it is. Like I don't even know
0: where it. I don't even know where it is. I think it's south of Sydney.
2: Bong bong. Yeah. Bowral
1: it's oh, a Beautiful right. barrel. Beautiful barrel on the Southern Highlands there in New South Wales. So the, they had their meeting cancelled last year from memory due to the state of the track. I think they were inundated with heavy rain and uh, and whatnot. So uh, the good people of Barrow, who've been racing starved there in their
2: hometown, will be very much looking forward to this year's edition. There's it'll go weather. off at Bong Bong. Sorry, it'll just go off today. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> Roma last week was massive. I'm I'm going to Roma next year.
0: Excellent. i have just decided. I'm going to go I've, and have a
2: look. My bucket
0: list is overflowing at the moment because Adelaide River still hasn't happened. Nor has Delmar, for that matter. So Adelaide yeah. River. O four one six. Oh yeah, apparently it's massive. 0 Barra? Don't, don't swim in the river. Because it's um. literally got crocodiles in it. O four one six ninety fifty fifty two. Uh bucket list race meetings. Who do you like on the weekend? Do you think the weather's gonna come and intervene and change your tips? One three hundred six five two nine two seven. The weather is coming, and it, it might be interesting because, as Cindy Alderson was telling us with Jigsaw and Flash Mary, she wants Dean Lester from above to drench the track for Flash Mary, and then she wants Dean to dry it out uh, for Jigsaw. So there's a bit, a bit on the radar in that sense. Uh, there's the heat wave in Perth, and there's picnics and so on, which don't take much uh, to uh, to look a bit risky if the weather comes. So I
2: reckon the bulk of the rain will be around five o'clock. Yep, that's how I'm reading it. That's There's probably a bit of not a, a bad result. Barometer drops a bit around sort of four to five, um, which might play havoc with the snapper, but it'll probably suggest the rain will arrive around that time.
0: Sharky couldn't tip his hat. See you at Good Things next week. Luke from Ballarat.
2: Uh, not going to Good Things next week. Not going there. It's, uh, I think a couple of the heavy metal band lineups have taken a hit recently. It's a hard lifestyle, the heavy metal uh, lifestyle, Don, and I think a few bands have had some lineup changes that are a bit disappointing. Uh, Sepultura, <laughs> one of those. Matty,
0: this doesn't sound like Ben Spearing's territory. Good thing you can concentrate on the track at Cranbourne. And I reckon instead... Ben wouldn't mind a bit of metal. Ben, are you a heavy metal man like Shark?
3: Uh, maybe not quite heavy metal. Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam probably sees me out.
0: Sort of halfway to heavy metal. did you hear Cindy Alderson earlier she wants Dean Lester from above to flood the track for Flash Mary and then quickly dry it out for Jigsaw so between 3.40 and 4.20 tomorrow uh, can anything like that happen from from above
3: yeah I'm sure there's plenty of participants uh, cheering one way or the other for the weather in the next 24 hours well, uh, it's hard to predict. Chops and changes earlier in the week. You know, there was going to be heavy rain on Cup Day and now they're saying tomorrow's rain's going to mainly come after 5 o'clock. So it's all a bit hit and miss with the humidity and the potential thunderstorms.
0: Neil Bainbridge, your boss, was a little bit downcast when he saw the forecast because after the big city stuff and all the fine weather and the crowds and the uh, the buzz and the, the, the sentiment from Flemington that they can seize the moment and take this date from Cranbourne, it was... A nice warm day and a crowd of about eight or nine thousand would have been a nice statement from Cranbourne. But are they? Are you going to get the weather that can accommodate a, a really nice crowd?
3: Uh, fingers crossed! The temperature is going to be all right. It just depends on if it, those little thunderstorms come across and annoy everyone. Yes, it's a bit of a shame for the club if it turns pear shaped with the weather, with all the stuff they've got organised—the the live music and the motorbikes and everything else. So, we're, fingers crossed uh, that when we wake up tomorrow. The, the prediction of the rain is coming later rather than during the day.
0: There is a bit of Dale Buggins, Evil Knievel action tomorrow. Tell us about the um, the motorbike action out there.
3: <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. I just know the Crafty demon, Demons boys are coming to do a few somersaults
0: and
2: wow the crowd.
0: <laughs> shocked. Don't laugh. They are. They're doing a bit
2: of evil knievel It's real Cranbourne like that. areas that the crusty demons are, in, that's their heartland. I've got to say. <laughs>
0: well, their headquarters is in the industrial area just down the road. It's got a big chain around the gate. A uh, rail's out three meters, and the previous rail was true. Anyway, you're here, you're here for track information, not motorbike information. <laughs> no, that's, right. Yeah, that's right. Let's just stay in our lanes, uh, <laughs> Benny. Uh, what's uh, what's going to happen with the rail uh, coming out three metres from the True?
3: Well, we raced it three metres last year. The club's happy with the three-metre position. Obviously, Cranbourne's not the, the biggest track in Victoria, so when it's in True, the track's at its tightest. So we push it out three metres just to make the circumference a fraction bigger. The track's nice and even. So it's in, in good shape. The track will just have to see how much rain falls on it so the tracks come up a borderline good three this morning and with the umming and ahhing of the forecast we were sort of uh we had to put on some irrigation so the irrigators out there now we're putting on eight mil so the track will probably be right in the middle of a good four uh when we pack up at one o'clock and then we'll just have to see what the weather does i think we're going to get some rain tonight between four and seven o'clock and we go
0: from there. All right. Sounds like everything's in place, except for not knowing what the gods, uh, the weather gods are going to do. Uh, good on you, uh, Benny. Thanks for that, mate. See you, boys. Good ben, luck. Ben See Spearing's ya. there. Just some SMSs. Metal and racing, the all-new mix, according to one SMSer. Ask Sharky if he's ever done Meredith Music Festival. He has. I'm heading there in a couple of weeks. Best festival in Australia, Matt from Russia. You've done it before, Meredith, haven't you? I
2: don't recall a lot of
0: it. <laughs> You so you've definitely done Meredith then. <laughs> Breathe the rain. We have 30 mils in the Wimmera overnight from Wally. Mm, Shark, That's good. Get Along, Machine Head, Fear Factory and Mr. Bungle Ooh. Quality, Tommy from Ashburton.
2: Fear Factory, that's an old
0: favourite back in the... Uh, yeah. Just wondering if you're going to billion, Hillsville though. tomorrow. Have my mate Trevor's Bucks party. I would love you to come and have a beer.
2: I'm up for that for sure. I can't believe Fear Factory is still touring. That'd be a million years old. Uh, I tell you what's touring well what's is that?
0: I know that they've got some really good acts at uh, Wodonga today, and Ash Hocken is the track mm. manager. But I'm sure he's aware of what else is going on. How are you, Ash? Yeah, good guys. You've got some good entertainment up there today, I believe.
4: Ah, uh, we do. Yeah. So after the last year, they're uh, they're putting on the baby animals for everybody
0: to enjoy. Baby animals, yeah. Isn't that a, th- a throwback to um, our peak years? It definitely is, but yeah, they should put on a good show and hopefully everybody enjoys it. Absolutely. How's, are they going to be singing in the rain or singing in the sunshine? Oh, We're hoping
4: that the rain's not coming until about 8 o'clock tonight, so we should we should be right.
2: Oh, I still reckon baby animals with the storm on you, just belting rain down, Susie DeMarchi just going large, that would actually be pretty cool.
0: Well, it'd be a bit Woodstock, wouldn't it, Ash? That was very much the Woodstock scene, wasn't it?
4: It would be, it would be. Hopefully we don't have to worry about the rain, though.
0: Last year, we did an OB up there and you it, you got slaughtered by the rain at the Death Knock.
4: Uh, we did, we did. It cleared up just before the uh, the first race, I reckon, last year. Um, this year, yeah, it's, it's nice now, the sun's out, so, yeah, it should be a good day.
0: How's your track?
4: Uh, at the moment, it's a good four, um, yeah, with a rail in true, um, with a panel of, yeah, 5.35. All
0: right, and it looks good to the eye? Uh, yeah, it looks beautiful. Terrific. Uh, You have a great day up there, Ash, and rock along to the baby animals.
2: Great. Thanks, guys. You have been to a Wodonga Cup, Matty? We were there last year. Oh, last year. Sorry, just said that. I went went once, and they had um, Birds of Tokyo. Played. That's after they seem to be the go-to for Wodonga. Yeah, but it was the album the
0: go-to for racing
2: Uh, the birds of Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it was the album where the the lead singer's wife had just left him, and he'd written, and it was all just every song was just about, oh my life's so bad, my wife left me, and it was like you've just had a great day at the races, you've had a few drinks, and then you roll into that and listen to this bloke pour his heart out. I was like, mate, come on, read the room, just. Spice it up a just, little bit. Just the high notes, I reckon. Just the, birds the high notes.
0: It works for Taylor Swift, the old ex-boyfriend
2: stuff. So. Well, it does. Different audience, though. Yeah. Different audience. SMSs. Some Gee, people like hearts They're and
0: flying through high boys, deaderang races. They have a foot race for punters called the Mad Man's Mike. I ran second with a bucket of, a bucket of grog in my guts. Rusty. <laughs> Jeff, Space Rocket Sharky. Hawk wins all gone accumulator. Let me kill something. It's going on and on and on. Anyway, <laughs> hey gone. some metal fans. Let's get back in our lanes and have a look at the market for the Crownbeen Cup.
1: Cramben Cup. I can do. Actually,
0: it. no, no, no. Wodonga Cup. Wodonga
1: <laughs> Cup. Let's, Wodonga let's Cup? go in order. Let's go in order. Well, we can do that. Uh, so, race number six on the program is the $100,000 Wodonga Cup. $225 about the favourite here in Rhinoceros, who was put up as much as $240 with us when prices first went up. Another one is $3 and unchanged. Bianco Velano is $350, just out to $380. And then you're getting double figures the rest, headed by uh, Cuffy's Grange there, who's $12 and unchanged. I'm just scanning the rest of the market. Furlaxon from barrier number one is on the move, $26 into $23. I can tell you the best-packed runner here with Tab is another one. We've taken more money for another one than we've taken for Rhinoceros, who's second most popular, and then Bianco Villana is third in the early punter's order.
0: No issue if you haven't, Shark, but have you got a thought on the Wodonga Gold Cup? I think
2: Rhinoceros just goes to the front and wins. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it just keeps running, doesn't it, mate? Yeah, he's a good on-speed
0: horse, and it's a good on-speed track too. So
2: It is a very good on-speed track. Yes, indeed. Uh, I did hear Emily Brown on this morning, and she gave a really good push as well for him. Just trying to find it here. Ratihi in race five, another good, strong on-speed horse. Won at him by seven lengths that's two starts ago. That's not bad going. Goes to Wodonga. Likes to lead. Surely it's the one too. A little double there. We're getting for the, our usual brown. We're getting our
0: usual touch-up. Enough boring music, please. His form, focus, anywhere around today, mm, yeah, but then, but nobody then, likes music. <laughs> there's one about the thirty-five-dollar general admission for Cranbourne Cup Day. Someone's saying that's in the middle of the mortgage belt. Is that really uh, fair? Discussion point. Uh, Sharky Tism is coming to Launceston for Mona Farmer. Oh, sorry,
2: what? It's what go is, go is this? Go Dolls
0: singing "Iris in the Rain" was one of the best ever. Bring it on, Go the Go rain Dolls. For
2: Oh, goo goo dolls. Sorry, uh, goo goo. Yeah. Probably leave them out. All right. (laughs) When's Tizen playing at Launceston? That's a gig to see.
0: All right. Hey, Don, speaking of something to see, Matthew, let's see the market for the. Cataract Gorge. Cranbourne
2: Cup. We can do that. Hey,
1: just before we get off Wodonga. Yep. Country Cracker. Yes? i I've, I've not only new to the station, but I've bought my own segment with me. I call it The Country Cracker. I'm that friend of yours that works at a corporate bookmaker that just keeps an eye on the tab book behind the scenes and just sees where there's a little bit of money in the country uh, and when there's more money for any other runner in the country. So off-Broadway.
0: So you're here to help?
1: I'm here to help. I'm here to Is- find the people a winner where I've seen some money coming for a particular runner that looks excessive for a particular race in the country off-Broadway. Wodonga. Race 1, Selection 10, Geordie Girl, currently at $2, so even money chance, knocking the door down. No wins, but five placings from seven stars. Just missing a photo last start a couple of weeks ago. Best backed across the entire Wodonga program, not just by a little bit, by a lot. It is 14 times better backed than anything else in the race. So that's Race 1, Selection 10, Geordie Girl at
0: Wodonga. Jai's little brother Logan riding uh, Geordie Girl, Logan McNeil. Righty-ho. Let's have a look at the... Uh, Cranbourne Cup. We're gonna, What we're going to do, just to pre-warn you as you flick through, we'll do Cranbourne Cup Apache Cat Markets with a bit of a chat. Then we'll look at the gong. We'll look at the main ones, and then we'll go back to the start of Cranbourne, and then we'll touch on Mooney Valley. So We can do that. If that's a bit zigzaggy, then uh, just <laughs> strap yourselves in. All right, so <laughs> it's, it is interesting, the Cranbourne Cup, because if the rain comes, a horse like Just folk's is going to tumble in the market.
1: Well, so this is interesting. In our futures markets, we had Euphoric as best-backed with us. Uh, Euphoric ahead of Foxy Cleopatra and Just Folks uh, was the third most popular. Barrier draws were done. Money has come roaring in for Foxy Cleopatra. We heard from Trent Busset and I believe with you earlier on in the week who gave it a good push. $5 it was Final Fields. Now into three We've taken four times more money for Foxy Cleopatra than the money we've taken for Euphoric who's $4 out to $5. Just Folks is $7.50 into 7 Big move here on Ascension. $13 into $7.00. Clearly the tab's respecting where that money has come from. It's the Fourth most popular in the race. Here of shock is a seven fifty chance, then you're getting $10 or better. The pick of the rougher chances appears to be uh, is Charter House, who's an $18 chance.
0: Shark, I know on face value there's probably a lot of horses that aren't in this race, but there's a few good established older ones. And when you look at Foxy, Cleopatra and Euphoric, you're looking at two genuinely progressive horses who in 12 months' time we might look back and say... Well, they, they launched in the Cranbourne Cup.
2: Yeah, potentially. Uh, Foxy Cleopatra was massive at Flemington, wasn't it? But my worry with horses off a long break like she has had, you know, it was 12 months on the sidelines or 12 months in between runs, rather, from doing a tendon. Second up, they can often just underperform a little bit. So that would be my word of warning for Foxy Cleopatra. If she turns up in that sort of form, she's a massive winning chance. Must go in the quaddy. Uh, Second up second up off that long break is always, always a concern. Doesn't matter who you are. Uh, I think Just Folk just smacks of a bedgy grand final punt plunge, doesn't and, it? And Tiggly does he necessarily
0: need the rain? I don't think he necessarily needs it to still be a winning chance.
2: Well, he's gone on good tracks twice this prep. He ran really well at Flemington at, a, at listed level. And then the Crystal Mile run I thought was really good. He doesn't really seemed to get around that corner at Mooney Valley all that well. He just wanted to sort of hang out a little bit. He sort of got got going with the corner as he was turning right. He was sort of going with the turn. Once he balanced up, uh, he stayed on pretty well and was making a little ground on those first three home again through the line. I think that this would be a race uh, that this stable has just put the big circle around, grand final day, Get him there in good form, third up, pray for rain, which they may well get. Uh, he's a great each-way bet, Just Folk.
0: Well, we're going to try and get Bedgy on shortly because we've been talking to him all week, but now he's made his decision. Just Folk is running at Cranbourne and no one can look at a weather, a weather blob on a, on a radar like Gavin Bedge
2: could. So. Well, he was a meteorologist in training for a while.
0: He was. He, yeah, was. he was. Yep, absolutely. He was actually in the dish. He was a... Uh, uh, one of the cast members of The Dish, but he was left on the editing floor. Oh, okay. No, it's not true. I just made it up. <laughs> yeah, <all
2: right. laughs> I know his knowledge of isobars and Packle. Well, I, thought, I assumed that your
0: isobars and hectopassel claim was wrong, so I just went with it. <laughs> hey, just on the transport to the Cranbourne Cup meeting tomorrow, there will be buses replacing trains. Annoying, I know, but if you want to get there. On the Cranbourne line but there was a shuttle bus from Cranbourne Station to the track from mm. 11.30 to 1.30 tomorrow, Could you imagine? and then from 5.30 to 7.30. So that's <laughs> good stuff.
2: Could you imagine that shuttle bus trip on the way home, back to the train station Knowing after Cranbourne, the race? Knowing
0: Cranbourne, the shuttle bus to the races will be spirited as well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> colourful. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spirited is probably a good word. Yeah, Jack Daniels perhaps, the choice of spirit.
0: Now, righto. Would you um, Is Don, mm. until we get bedgy, um, let's have a crack at the market here for the cup for the Cramming Cup.
1: Yes, unless we've already done it. We right? have just done that. We can we can <laughs> do it again if, if, if there's been any changes. What
0: I meant was just reinforce a late a, can, what you were I can absolutely earlier.
1: reinforce. So for those that might have missed it, in our futures markets ahead of the Cranbourne Cup, euphoric we had taken more money for. Uh, barrier draws, final fields were all confirmed. Foxy Cleopatra drew barrier number three. Craig Williams booked a ride. Trent Bussett and gave it a good push on RSN Radio during the week. Money has since come roaring in for the favourite Foxy Cleopatra. $5 it was. It's now into 370. Euphoric on the second line of betting is four out to five a little easy. At just folk, seven fifty into seven and ascension, the other worth mentioning $13 into 7. The best back Foxy, second most popular is euphoric, and third most popular in the race is Ascension.
0: Well and the fourth most popular is trained by Gavin Bedggood, who is a qualified meteorologist as we know and he's been scanning the radar and we're not sure what he what he sees in relation to just folk at five o'clock tomorrow. How are you, Bedgie? Yeah,
4: not bad, thank you.
0: So you decided to run at Cranbourne instead of Kembla because of the weather and now you're having a really close look at just how close we can get the rain to mix in with uh, the Cranbourne Cup.
4: I probably could get a job as a meteorologist because I've got it wrong this week. Uh, Last week it was forecast a belt down at Kembla and it... Changed into this week, and as the week's gone on, it's uh, it's it's raining up there, and plenty of forecasts again. But look, we uh, we chose to stick at Cranbourne, and uh, we just got to play the cards we're dealt now.
0: Does he necessarily need a wet track to be able to win?
4: Uh, I, I don't think so. But I think he's if he got a horse at hand.
0: Yeah, I was going to give it. You know. When you the phone cuts out, then mm. you, then you jump in and then they start talking in. So I had to give it a bit of uh, a bit of respectful silence just in case he came back on. But I think he's absolutely gonski. I think he's gonski. We might yeah. have another crack at him uh, and see if he can get into a better uh, area because he's got other runners as well. And it, it was like an incomplete sentence. Then, so we're just <laughs> dying to know what he what he had to say. Well, just on him, Shark, your view on Just Folk Wet Dry or indifferent?
2: Yeah, he's on top for me. I think he's a great each way bet in the race and. You know what you're going to get with him. He'll go forward and he'll run a really strong mile and uh, will be hard to beat. I think, yeah, as we said, Foxy Cleopatra's the big flashing light on it off its last run, but uh, Just Folk's probably uh, a bit more hardened, a bit more uh, uh, match fit, I guess you'd say, Maddie.
0: All right. Well, his trainer's back on, uh, Gavin could, Uh Sorry, Gavin. Um, what were you saying about the wet with, with Just Folk? He doesn't necessarily need it, but it's a big help.
4: That's exactly right. Five starts on heavy ground for three wins, 11 starts on soft ground for two wins and six placings, and then you look at his good track form, 18 starts, one win, two placings. So it's a no-brainer that he's on on a rain-affected track. But I thought his two runs have been solid, but I just wonder if he's he's been hanging the way he has because he's looking for giving the ground, and that's probably why the concussion plays go on tomorrow as well.
0: All right, so other than the weather, how's he How's he training?
4: Yeah, great. He had a gallop on Wednesday morning um, with Keats and a uh, good solid piece of work and he's uh, third up form's pretty good and uh, look, he, he'll go there and be highly competitive tomorrow. I think you look at a lot of horses down the bottom of the page here, they're sort of, you know, um, low 80s and low 90s, if he was meeting them in a handicap he'd be getting a lot more than sort of four and a
2: half kilos more than them in the weight so I think he's well placed Gav, this horse was recently purchased uh, on English Digital as we're talking about him and sounding very positive, I'm getting a few texts from part owners saying don't talk him up too much um, <laughs> are we expecting a bit of a betting plunge tomorrow? When I oh, know, I'm looking at the ownership now, there's a few people here that like a bet Yeah,
3: there's
4: a few there, um, look I suppose You've got uh, a couple of these horses that are also accepted for the Kilmore Cup, so that might sort of hurt the market a bit too. Lord Vladivostok and uh, Ascension are also in at Kilmore, so they come out and it's probably get uh, deductions. But I think um, if you're interested in him, I'd probably be backing in him today because if the rain comes, it probably shortens up his price.
0: Um, Nasrawi in race five and Exeter in race eight. Gav? Yeah,
4: Exeter and Shaliman in race eight.
0: Nah, dodgy one there. Well, we got enough on just folk anyway. Uh, we might try. We are uh, no, nah, we'll we we'll, we'll leave it there with Gavin. But I exit as big odds and Nasrawi's one that does interest me. So we might pops even pops up every now and then, doesn't? it? Yeah, we might even text him and get some information on on Nasrawi for our listeners. Uh, some SMSs. Can Dan can Don pull strings and put up Swan Hill odds for Sunday? How is Atari Monday meet up before that? Right. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have is an answer English? for why Tara is up and um Swan Hill's not up.
1: For Sunday? Yeah. So I'm not even sure. I can't even see Tari is being up. So it's not there. I can see Kilmore is, is up. Hobart is done. Newcastle is done too. Sorry,
0: Tari Monday oh, is Tari up. Tari Monday? But Swan Hill Sunday's not up.
1: Uh, that's a good question. I can get onto the traders and ask uh-huh. that question. But uh, Swan Hill, I would expect to be up about 9.30, 10 o'clock is when they try and do it. So uh-huh. uh, hopefully that'll be rectified.
0: Best each way bet tomorrow at is race eight, number 10, Alicia Roma. $15 is reduced. Ridiculous odds. We'll get Shark's take on that. Good morning, lads, and Sharky, the milkman here. (laughs) Ossipenko is the M-word in the Time Honoured Gong on Saturday. Uh, Are you going to Carl Cox on Sunday, Shark? Where's Carl Cox on Sunday? Uh,
2: That's not the Eric Powell mobile disco sort of setup, is it? Or is he doing a little secret gig somewhere?
0: Not sure. Bedggood to do the Cranbourne-Kilmore Cup double, So everyone's tipping a a big weekend for Gavin Bedggood. Uh, Read the cup tempo issues. Leaders could drop anchor giving others little chance. That's uh, uh, about the Cranbourne Cup. If you boys want to kick tomorrow off with a pocket full of money, just back warmonger in the first at Cranbourne, it will just win. Tim from Kilsyth, And that's a good segue because we're going to take a break and come back with the first at Cranbourne. It's 31 minutes past nine. You're listening to FFF. With Don Harley, Mick Sharkey and me. And off the other end of this, Sharkey's going to tell us if warmonger is a moral in the first.
3: Inside the weekend's biggest races,
0: RSN 927's Racing polls, and Friday Form Focus. Which is brought to you thanks to the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup. Celebrate Christmas our way and book now at country.racing.com forward slash ballarat. We've got Michael Sharkey here. We've got Don Harley here. And we've got Matt Stewart here. And no one's ringing. Give us a chat. Give us a ring. Oh, there's a, a good reason. Yeah, I just reeled <laughs> off the three reasons why no one's giving us a ring, actually. one 652 927. This is your platform. Tell us what you like, and then it'll be recorded, and then you can sing its praises forever. 041690 5052. The SMSs are coming in.
2: Mm.
0: Hi, gents. Cranbourne Cup Charterhouse for me. Ascot Race 8 Tuvalu. My best bet from Anonymous. Could there be a jockey shortage on Sunday with Tom Ryan getting married from Craig? Possibly. Tari is up because it's New South Wales. That's why. Well, anyway, according to this SMS, why Tari's up on the Monday and Swan Hill's not on the Sunday, etc. A hey, Shark. One of the SMSs hey, was whether that saying that Warmonger, the Michael Felgate part-owned Warmonger, was a total moral in the first. Don, mm. what's the the market for the first, the Cranbourne Classic?
1: for the Cranbourne Classic in the first. Warmonger, a little easy with us. 2.15, now 2.25. Unquestionably was put up at five firms into 4.80. Sentimental Flame, five out to 5.50. Shares the line there with Hydrogen Power. Desert Anthem is the first of those in double figures. is 12 out to 15. And then everything else, more or less, on the way out. There's two runners here occupying 80% of all the money taken with Tab. They are Warmonger and Unquestionably with Warmonger, the better backed of those two.
0: bit, um... You know, there's a lot going on in the world at the moment. This is a little bit of a sort of a, um, what do you call segway? it? Segway? No, not a segway. Isn't that? Interesting, is <laughs> Interesting. I was waiting for something like this. It, what's what's the rock? I've, I'm missing the word I'm looking for. It's escaped me. It's um, not ironic. What is it, Craig? It's an omen. It's an omen.
2: Okay. Probably not the most positive omen. You're sort of going into Birds of Tokyo areas here. A little bit, little bit of sadness to start off with, Matty? Um Yeah, it's going to be super hard to beat, isn't it? Warmonger, but he's... I think he's a horse that physically (laughs) has a bit to come, uh, and he's deep into his first prep. John, he's drawn out. I don't know. 60 kilos drawn out.
0: What's the Cranbourne 2025 metre start
2: like as far as runs to the first turn? Not exactly sure off the top of my head, but notwithstanding that, 60 kilos gives most of the field six, and he's drawn ten, and you'd think he'd be settling in the back half of the field I reckon there's a little bit of vulnerability here in the favourite. I thought Desert Anthem was a really good winner at Mortlake. Kodiak Bear, the horse that went to the line with him, uh, went to Donald next time and won really easily. I reckon Desert Anthem's improving. Uh, I think stepping into this trip is what he wants. He's on the minimum. Yeah, jumping from a Mortlake maiden into this seems like a bit of a leap, but fair dinkum. Apart from warmonger and sentimental flame, all of these are last. Well, the ones that have got winning form are all... Last start Maiden winners, and the ones at the bottom look pretty slow. So I don't think you have to be a superstar to be winning this. If Warmonger has perhaps come to the end of the prep... He has got six kilos more than his next rival. Yeah, I think Desert Anthem might be the horse to to bring him unstuck at a price.
0: Just... um Don, just, mm. just remind us again what the movement's been on Warmonger and, and whether they have picked away a, a couple of other runners. What, what's been the flow of money for Warmonger?
1: Yeah, so very popular early Warmonger was put up pretty short with us, was 2.15. Uh, it's now out to 2.25. Reason for it is the money coming this morning has been for unquestionably. Who was put up at 5 is now 4.80. Those two runners occupying about 70, 75% of the entire hold on the race. Outside of those two, the third most popular is actually Motor racing. Here uh, from Barry number five shows a drift, was put up $17, is $18. But uh, don't get me wrong, there's daylight that separates the money taken for the top two and the money taken for motor race.
0: And Travis Dowdle's big player in the first two races. He's got sentimental flame and he's got Wiggum in race two. SMSs keep pouring in. Music died in 1980, it's time to go Baroque. Hi, Matt and Shark. Thoughts the on the horse named after yourself at Cranbourne, race 10, number four. He's handsome. Thanks, I think it's referring to Shark. Morning, Shark. Follow your tips all spring, and now I have to sell the house. <laughs>
2: oh. As we move on to You wouldn't, two. because As we there's move been plenty there for you, but anyway. It gets very <laughs> you know, defensive when you yeah. Well, you know, the old, the old gags, and people clearly are here for the entertainment, Matty, and they miss mm. the nuggets of gold. Yeah, no, <laughs> Every <no>. single <laughs> word.
0: Right. That's right. Tomorrow, Cranbourne, I've got my app up, race two. Don, this is all at the top of the page, really, isn't it? The market here for race two, uh, Brave Meat. This is a really good race, actually. Brave Mead's going really, really well. This is over 1,200 metres. It's for the three-year-olds. And Wiggum was a terrific winner at Flemington at $3.30 in the paper. What's the latest with the markets with these losses? Yeah,
1: orders? that was on Melbourne Cup day. Wiggum, most impressive one at about the $9.50 range too. Look, um, Brave Mead, clearly the best back to runner. It's actually the only losing way for the tab at this early stage, such has been the uh, the level of investment of the favourite here. So three forty into two sixty. dollars Wiggum on the second line of betting was put up three ten with us, is now three forty. The surprise packet here... Mick Sharkey, mm. extremely rowdy, mm-hmm. $5 out to $5.50, second most popular behind the favourite Brave Me, but one-tab customer invested to the tune of $10,000. That was written at $5, extremely rowdy. Uh, Peace Treaty is, is a notable drifter, 4 dollars at the 6 You're getting eight fifty for Jewel Bay, who's in from nine fifty. And if you're looking for something at longer odds, the pick of those at double figures is actually the Ruffy King Ben. It's best backed of all those runners at double
2: figures. It's an $81 shot. Manny mm. Gelagotis might have had a bet.
0: He doesn't mind having a bet.
2: He once told Enjoys me that he thinks
0: when you own a horse, betting should be mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> it should be um,
2: part of your sign up as an owner that you must bet. Got some interesting theories, doesn't he, <laughs> Manny? All enjoyable. Well, most of them enjoyable. He's quite a character. He is indeed. Uh, what are they doing with Brave Meat? What, we go going around again, back from, you know, 14, 16, 14, seven days later, 12, again, so 60 Karen, kilos. So
0: Kieran Mark can not train.
2: Not that he can't train <laughs> That's I'm just, what you saying
0: This is an unconventional preparation Here, and If you're listening Give us a hoi one 300 652 Or Dave Or Declan if uh, any or of anyone else in this massive organisation uh, uh, To defend yourselves against the accusation That you can't train brave meat
2: Any of those gentlemen that you just called <laughs> Takes the time to call us We really have to question what's going on in their life Like I will say that It is it is an unconventional preparation to say the least 60 kilos Again, he's giving most of the field field four and he's drawn wide same story as warmonger interestingly i thought wiggum could probably win again i thought he was really good last time at flemington he did a good job didn't he at the thousand took a sit-in behind them finished off strongly uh probably want to see him win one at 1200 before getting super keen but i just thought he got a really nice run again in behind the leaders he's entitled to, to go very close again and slightly better odds than the favourite Joel Bay is the other one out of that race that I thought would improve one at Cranbourne, two back he was not a fan of the straight last time this horse, all he wanted to do was look for a rail and then as the field drifted back towards the inside, he actually picked up late in the race and I think he sort of saw it and went "Oh, okay, I must have turned a corner and he, he was picking up through that line not a bad horse, Jewel Bay. It might be a bit of each-way value, but respecting any move around, extremely right. rowdy as well. I don't think it's as straightforward as the favourite.
0: If you want to verbally slag off the shark, voice to voice, one Because I can't
2: say what I'd like to say back. It's niggling me that we save that for in person at the races. If you want to do that, it's niggling
0: me that we're getting three thousand SMSs and not one phone call. Because I'm a people person. So give us a ring, one uh, so now we've got me and SMSs. I'm going to read a few of these out before we go on to the next race Is Don known around the traps as Don Pecker Harley, or do I have him mixed up with someone else? Matt from Vermont. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that's all about. Forgive me if that was rude, <laughs> you and read I didn't the realise text it. Before well, you read the realize Well, but I still, I still, when I read it, I didn't know it was rude. Felt it was not a great spring for 2020 Melbourne Cup winning rider Jai McNeil. What does the team think? Yep, no, he would admit that himself. Jai McNeil, wouldn't he?
2: Uh, yeah, he. he I'm would. not going to call Don Boy's new nickname either. <laughs> he, he would, although he did win the last on stakes day, so that's something. Does Sha- Sharky? Does Liberty Island beat Equinox
0: in the Japan Cup, Frank? Oh, I
2: don't think so. Is It'll th- be some hell of a race. Is, is that right? going to be I'm the highest
0: the rating? Race. I was at the arc, but is this going to be the highest rating race of the year?
2: Ooh, with those two in it, yeah, it may well be. It would be some, something to witness that Japan Cup. Yeah, very jealous of um, Chompers Felgate. And the team that are over there on that tour,
0: Michael Colgate. Uh, did you guys read the AFR article on a particular bookmaker banning their staff from using certain words? Among those words were guys, lads, gents, he, she, mother, father, wife, husband, etc. Like, uh, wasn't the tab PC PC gone wild? Maddie, don't forget the Champions Japan Cup on Sunday. No, we won't do that. Buzz, uh, have you got your ticket to the streets yet, Shark?
2: Oh yes, the streets. Yes, Mike Skinner. Original pirate material. All right. (laughs) The streets. That'll be something. They'll either be sold out, and it'll be excellent, or Mike Skinner will be not up to it anymore. He's a million years old. So yeah, we'll see how we go.
0: We may be dragging the chain here, but let's have this. I think this is a really good SMS. Hey boys, now the carnival is over. Looking at taking our punters' club down to Melbourne for Derby Day and Cup Day next year. However, the catch is we are bringing wives and kids. What are you thinking? My question is which of or are either of these days family oh, oh friendly so we can take the families along to one of those days? Chris, Brisbane. Oaks Day would be the quietest. Yeah, yeah, it would yep. be.
2: Yeah. Yep, Let's Take the family to Warrnambool Carnival.
0: Or leave the Chris? family. Do that, <laughs> Chris. Or leave the if family. If you really husband. want to
2: test the marriage and the Someone <laughs> yeah, here absolutely. is
0: this is the text of the century. You're as people a person as Jeffrey Dahmer.
2: Oh well, oh, that's brilliant. a wrap,
0: isn't it? <laughs> oh, I, I said this to Dr. Turf once we were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. He could really pack a fridge, couldn't he, Jeffrey Dahmer? Ooh. So let's take a break. <laughs> let's take a break. It's 16 minutes to 10, and then we're going to whiz through a few races at Cranbourne, and then whiz through a few more. After 10, then we'll look at the Gong and the Warra and a few of these country cups and find some more winners and read out some more SMSs. Inside the weekend's biggest races, RSN 927's Racing polls and Friday Form Focus. Nine minutes to ten on Friday Form Focus. After begging for an hour and a half for a caller, someone responded. His name is Wayne. He's from Berwick. He's going to abuse the shark, and he's also going to ask about King Magnus. How are you, Wayne? Good. Uh, g'day, guys. No, I'm not going to abuse the shark. He does a good enough job by himself, I think. So, <laughs> no, I, wanted to talk about, <laughs> I wanted to talk about King Magnus. What a fantastic horse this horse has been, and he's been so underrated. He won race after race during the winter until he probably got too much weight, put out for a bit of a spell, and then the trainers uh, planned to bring him back for the Cranbourne Cup, where he's, he's trained at Cranbourne. He's won the Cranbourne Cup before. And it's very interesting, right at the very last minute, they've swapped him and um, put him in the Kilmore Cup on Sunday. So uh, I think there was a race day. Yeah, I think I know yeah, the no. reason. There was a just an innocuous treatment that needed a certain time frame and this didn't fit in, and but the Killmore Cup did. Ah, right. There you go. Yeah. I was wondering why, because, yeah. you know, why would you change it at the last minute? The and Cups were so much more money. No, that's the reason, uh, wayno, um, the, They had to wait an extra day. Okay, good stuff. Hey, one other thing, guys. I don't know whether you guys follow Perth or not, but the last few uh, Saturdays I've struggled a bit in Melbourne and, and I've got out in Perth on this horse called Amber Glide. I don't know whether you've seen it. Three races in a row, it's blasted a turn and flown down the outside the wind. And a Coney horse. What's its name? It's fantastic horse. Amber Glide. Amber Glide? Yep, yeah, we'll keep an eye out for Amber it. Amber Glide. Amber yeah. Glide. Good on you, mate. We'll have a look. Okay, cheers, Good on you, Wayne. Thanks for that. Hey, Shark, we have to get our galloping shoes on. Uh, race three is over 1400 uh, Don, what's going on here with the market?
1: Well, look, the favourite here has been popular in all seven of the starts it's already had with us. has been favourite in six of those seven it was pretty short when winning last start at Randwick. Indeed, pretty short here and well-backed. $2.30 it was put up, now $1.90 kazoo. Uh, Healing Oasis on the second line of betting is $5. Out to $5.50, now into $4.60. You've got revolutionary miss on the third line of betting, $9 available for the early shoppers. This morning, six into five and then double figures the rest. Uh, Presenium, arch is, or Presenium Arch, $19 into $13 is probably the biggest mover as far as those at longer odds. But the best back tier is Kazoo ahead of Revolutionary
0: Miss. What do you reckon, Shark?
2: See, this is why we don't take callers, Maddie, because we always run out of time.
0: No, we're all right. We've got time after 10.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Kazoo will just lead all the way and win.
0: It's all right. A, it's, a <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: pretty good mare. It's a pretty good mare, Kazoo. Uh, and that was a good, tough first-up win. Uh It'll freshen up. I wonder if it's a target to, to sort of lob up at the back end of the carnival or if they've had a little issue with it. I would have thought it'd roll into a stakes race a bit sooner than it's. Uh, that after that win than it sort of turns up here. If the rain comes early, Frumos is the danger. It needs a wet track, but if it gets it, it can run really well. Its last three runs look plain, but I don't think it's a good track horse.
0: And they're both trained by Christopher John Waller, Frumos yeah. and Kazoo. Okay. Race four is over the... Twenty-five hundred meters. Uh, what's the market telling us here, Don?
1: Well, Kings Crossing was put up four dollars. Is now three seventy. Of course, the last start, Geelong winner, Yellow Brick Road on the second line of betting is seven fifty into six. Chihuly is the interesting runner here. Shows five dollars out to six fifty, but it's the best backed. We got four times the money taken on Chihuly than the money we've taken for the favourite, Kings Crossing. So, uh, Tab happy to offer you a price despite the money coming in for it. Hurricane is seven fifty into six fifty, and the notable drift is in what is on worst who was put up for 60s, now they're at 7.
0: Now, there is an omen here. A good mate of mine, Marshall, works for Rhino the Wrecker and he part-owns Yellow Brick Road. Oh, yeah. Race sponsored by Rhino. Horse in the Rhino, part-owned by Marshall. And it's absolutely flying, Yellow
2: Brick Road. Flying? Okay. Rhino. Well, it's some sort of chance in you would assume. Don't upset uh, Marshall. You gave me that look. You're dismissing it. No, I'm not dismissing it. I'm just interested in your uh, your angles, but that's okay. I, I, if Marshall, right. can Marshall ring in and tell if, tell us if it's going to win? He'll
0: text in. I'm sure he's a he's a rampant texter. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Well, yeah, he works I'll... for Rhino Bin Hire.
2: Okay, righto. Uh, I'm sure Marshall is one of the connections of a horse in this race. Will be glued to it, but I'm probably looking for something else to do while this is run. No, I don't think it's um, the most interesting race on the card. I thought Ballinor number eight for Annabelle Nisham. You mentioned Waller. Nice to see Annabelle Nisham with runners at this meeting as well. Uh, it can turn tables on Lodbrock from their last meeting at Sale over 2,200 metres. Ballinor won its maiden pretty comfortably at Geelong over 2,400. Uh, before that, came back in trip. Just took a while to wind up at Sale, stepping back out in trip. Uh, nice gate, Michael D. I thought he'd give a sight at each way odds, but yeah, right. not exactly frothing to play in this race.
0: Okay. Uh, morning, Larry, Curley and Mo at $8.50 for south of Houston in race five at Cranbourne. Show me the money, which brings us to race five. Is Don is good? What's the price for um, um, south of Houston?
1: South of Austin, currently on the third line of bidding and a little easy with us, had been put up as the market favourite when market prices first went up. It was a $6 chance. It's now out to 8 Uh Marigan is six fifty and unchanged. Midnight Charm is actually the best-backed runner here with us, $13 into seven fifty. and uh And, Shark, you mentioned Naswari. Naswari. Uh, it's $21 into $11. It's the second most popular. So best-backed Midnight Charm ahead of Naswari.
0: This is a veggie special, I think, Naswari. You reckon? Yeah. It's got Beji having a bet written alone.
2: <laughs> it's a really, really even race. If, if Nasrawi is right, it can go very close here because some of these are going up and down in the one spot. Uh, south of Houston, trials were good leading into that Flemington race. Probably just a touch keen through the early and mid stages down the straight behind Queen of the Ball. Uh, crossover noseband goes on for the first time, maybe just to get that little bit of control on this mare because she does go forward and she likes to sort of cruise along at a decent tempo. You don't want her going too quickly. Uh, If they can control her output in the early and mid sections of the race, she's a great chance. I really liked the run of number 13, Pink Bow Tie at Flemington behind Ray Magnerio in the last race of the day of the uh, Flemington Carnival on Stakes Day. I thought he ran a fantastic race. He's going really well. Does tend to sort of get back off the speed a little bit and hit the line. He's drawn wide, so he's going to be standing south of Houston, a fair old head start. I of each way odds. It's right. worth a little
0: okay play good there. To know. Mm. All right, uh let's just get through a couple of races before we take the ten o'clock and then we'll sum up the quaddy and so on after the news. So we go on to race six. Uh this is over thirteen hundred meters. Don, what's uh, what's going on with the market here? Well, there's limited takers on the top
1: four in the market here. Free World, Zambagini, Miss Middle Park, and Is It Me are all either on the drift or currently as their prices were put up. The best backed runner is actually the Ramaruffi from this morning with Mark Hunter, Bel Air, who's ten dollars into nine fifty, and the second most popular is Rumbled Again, who's all the way down at $16.
0: Are you a Belairman airman, Shark?
2: Uh, I'm not. Weather-dependent, this play. If the rain hasn't arrived as yet, if we're on a good track, Miss Middle Park, number two, is a bet. Really awkwardly placed uh, first up in that Olinghi. Just couldn't get into the right spot to make ground. I think there was plenty left there. Had she seen daylight, Last prep was in good form going through the grades. I think she's well drawn here and well placed to have an impact. Second up, Miss Middle Park would be Uh the pick. But if the track is wet, if we get that rain early, I'd temper my enthusiasm somewhat because she's much better on top of the ground.
0: Okay, Miss Middle Park. Let's knock off the Lester, named after our great mate, dear departed. Much missed, Dean Lester. This is race seven. This is over twenty twenty five metres. Don, what's, uh, what's happening with the betting?
1: Yes, a favourite was put up pretty short with us at 3.10, Gregolimo from the inside draw, now out to $3.30. Glentanius, similar deal, a little easy in the trade, had been 4.80, is now there at 5. Move here on Matron Bullwinkle for Team Mar Eustace, who's $7 into 6.50. Same move on Fire Glow 2. Uh, Holy Man's also popular at 8.50 into 8, and then you're getting $11 or better. The rest headed by Shandon Burge. Gregolimo is the best backed, ahead of Matron Bullwinkle Winkle and Holy Mans, but what I would say is the best back today, hence the move, is Matron
2: Bullwinkle.
0: And a good tip from Cindy Alderson if the weather comes for Flash Mary Shark.
2: Yeah, a few here that are probably weather dependent. I reckon Gregolimo is looking for a wet track. His soft track form, if you go back through his form in France, is really, really strong. Uh, so if the rain comes, you might see the real Gregolimo. Similar story for Ulysses. I think it needs a wet track. Remember, it's great first up win at Caulfield, the start of this prep for Julius. That was on wet ground. Everything else has been on good tracks. So watch those two with the rain. Uh, I was with Matron Bullwinkle at Flemington. She ran really well, just found one better on the day. I think she can make amends. Goes on wet, goes on dry. She's pretty reliable.
0: Yeah. All right. One and two. Some SMSs. Uh, how do you guys pronounce Houston Rockets? Houston Rockets, Fair Income, south of Houston. It's actually named after a street in New York, not after Houston, Texas. Did we just say Houston? We We're yeah. we saying Houston. No, no. This whole- guy's saying it should be Houston, but it's not. Oh, no. It's Houston because it's named after a street in New York, not a. A city in Texas Hey Matt uh, Gators uh, First leg of a Palais Scratch Got a new one for the weekend No uh, <laughs> Marshall Your good mate Hadn't worked for rhino For about five years Dole I think that's come through From Puds. Well he did work there So the, the segue still works It's a minute past ten News And then we're going to Come back and wrap up Cranbourne Look at the uh, What's it called The Wara The uh, The Gong And a few of the Country Cups as well So stay with us Inside the weekend's biggest races, RSN 927's Racing Pulse and Friday Form Focus. Forty thanks to the Sportsbet Ballarat Cup. Celebrate Christmas our way and book now, countryracing.com. S- forward slash Ballarat. <laughs> they the, should
2: hey, put that in. I had full confidence in you getting through that. <laughs> yeah, you, so go to do, uh, countryracing.com.
0: Uh, righto, gentlemen. Uh, we pretty much covered off on a fair amount of the quaddy legs. But let's just recap the... Well, we haven't done the Apache Cat yet. We did have a chat to Beggy, but his phone cut out before we could ask him about Exeter. And then we'll move through and recap the cup and then the last race, sum up our thoughts and then have a look at Kemla Grange. And so on. So, Don, what's yep. the story with the Apache cat? Yeah.
1: So there's limited interest in the top two in the market here. Midwest put up as a three seventy market favourite, now out to four dollars, taunting similar drift. Four twenty it was put up is now there at five. Generation on the move. Seven dollars it was was five fifty this morning, out to six. Rich fortune also has fans. Eight fifty into six dollars. Uh, Jigsaw is seven fifty and unchanged. Jungle gym a little easier. Seven fifty out to nine fifty. And Alicia Roma is the first of those in double figures. At 13 the one i want to highlight at longer odds is twin perfection here who has put up 21 dollars. is now 14 best back runner with tab is rich fortune at six dollars jigsaw second most popular and there's twin perfection who's third in the early punters order
0: shark cindy allison told me earlier that if the rain comes jigsaw might come out and that Mm. would be an enormously good result for the connections of midwest because yeah they are a bit dependent on their fortunes are sort of dependent on each other a bit here aren't they
2: uh, yeah, well, they both like leading, don't they? Mm. So you probably wouldn't want to be going head-to-head with each other. Uh, oh, I'm a big fan of Rich Fortune. I just, interesting little gear change here with this horse uh, with, as I scroll down to her, uh, tongue-tie going on mm. the first time. I thought she was really well-placed to win that race at Bendigo. No real excuses as I peeled around the corner. and I thought, oh, she's just going to go and put these away. At best, she's a Group 3 winner and that probably wasn't a Group 3 field at 78 level at Bendigo Cup Day, just didn't surge on through the line. I wonder if she just got her tongue over the bit a little bit, and that stopped her.
0: I interviewed Jerome Hunter before the first up run, and he said, we'll go well, but we'll improve out of sight. Rich Fortune?
2: Well, that's a really good Mm. lead into this race, isn't it? He's a very, very good trainer, Jerome Hunter. He is. I know he trains... Uh, for the Gathercole family and does a really good job for them. But boy, oh boy, if you can get a horse into his yard uh, in the future, you would be very, very happy with no, that. I agree with that. Uh, I think Rich Fortune can win the race. Interested in that little market push for twin perfection. That horse was flying before a little break and just got too far back at Mooney Valley over 9.55 and then kind of didn't handle the corner all that well. Was picking up well once it straightened up. I'd expect uh, it to really improve here.
0: All right, so Rich Fortune and Twin Perfection are the two you're kind of looking at? Yeah, yeah, Rich Fortune would be uh, be the top pick. Uh, I think Taunting's a bit of a... <laughs> bit of a milk drinker? A mm, little bit. A mm. nice SMS here. Okay. Guys, this morning has been funnier than the two Ronnies. Oh, hang on, was the two Ronnies funny or not? Uh, I think <laughs> so. But well, at least we're funnier than that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Love better, Fridays from better Gerard. Good on you, Gerard. Better nice than, appreciated. than that. Appreciate it. Hey, um, give us just recaps for the Cranbourne Cup and then we move on to
2: race 10 uh, and then we just, move on to Kembla Grange. Just folk, just folk for me. Yeah, 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 I'm a folkman, just folk. Foxy Cleopatra's got to go in your quaddie, but just folk each way for me.
0: All right, and then we go to race 10. Uh, oh, Actually, let's just go back, Don, and recap the market for the for the Cranbourne Cup and then we'll move on to the last.
1: You can do just that. Foxy Cleopatra was put up $5 originally final fields. is now $5 into 3.70. Really good investment here. It's five times better backed than the next. Best back runner in the race And occupying 60% of all the money taken with us at TAB Now Euphoric had been favoured at $4 It's now out to 5 Just Folk on the move is $7.50 into $7 Ascension really popular here $13 now into $7 Here to shock is seven fifty. dollars Then $10 or better the rest Best backed as I mentioned Foxy Cleopatra Second most popular Ascension And Just Folk third most popular
0: Alright the last uh, is over 1500 metres And Jimmy Starr is, uh, is all the rage
1: Well you'd think so 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 if you'd asked me about it about 8.30 yesterday, I would have told you Jimmy Starr is the best backed runner and clearly so. We then had one tab customer invest the tune of $20,000 written on Jenny Pending. That was at $13 at about eight thirty nine o'clock yesterday morning. So, Jimmy Starr still favourite, $3 into two sixty. dollars He's Bissette's second line of betting is $7 out to $9. You're getting $10 in from $13 for He's Handsome. There's Jenny Pending who touched $13 yesterday's back into $10. And then uh, on the move two is move for Twenty-one dollars into fourteen. Best back Jenny Pending, then Jimmy Star, then the Mag Star. The fifteen-dollar hope.
0: And I want to see the Mag Star because I want to hear the beautiful accent of Tetiana Fedetska in the mounting yard after it wins.
2: I think it's fair to say that bet on Jenny Pending is probably from the owner. Tony Otterbray, who likes a bet on his own horses, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. uh, certainly subscribes to the Manny Gallagotis rule of, if you're an owner, you should, you should be yeah, mandatory to have really a absolutely. bet. I think he's making up for a few that don't. Uh, yeah, it's in the race with a great chance. I think the stablemate Jimmy Starr, is pretty handy. The form in New Zealand looked good. It was getting the job done on soft tracks. Went on to a good four. Horrible spot uh, early at Bendigo. Blake Shin, just a great ride to, to play... For luck a little bit, but I think he read the play as he was looking forward at horses that he might be able to sneak past uh, through inside runs over that last 400 at Bendigo. He did exactly that, got the job done, and it was a pretty soft win on the line. I think it's a little bit better than this grade it should go in win this and go on to something a bit better over summer. Oceans above was much better than it looks on paper at sale. It sort of got pushed off the corner, had to work into the race around the turn, didn't have the best of luck. It will improve second up as it usually does. He's handsome in the game as well. they probably your principal for, but yeah, I could have a bet on Jimmy Starr.
0: All right, I'll get you to wrap it all up in a sec. Uh, so Jared said we're really, really funny. And then someone else said Jared is on the grog early. So nice little counter punch there.
2: Mm.
0: Right, Osh, sum up your Strategies for Cranbourne, Shark, and then Don, sum up the best backed at Cranbourne.
2: Mm -hmm. It's 12 o'clock somewhere, I guess. Uh, Rich Fortune, race 8. Jimmy Starr, race 10. They'd be the two I'm most confident about. Probably just folk each way is probably the most confident each way play. But, yeah, it's a really open day, isn't it? So you'll find something you like. I think Uh most people will find a winner on the card, Matty. Yeah. Don, uh, we'll get the best backed at Cranbourne, but we'll also get the best backed
0: anywhere. And you did have one in the first at Wodonga that was very well backed as well. So just a summary of the the
1: best backed. I can do just that. So the best backed at Cranbourne comes up in what's well, now in the last with race number 10. That's Jenny Pending, uh, who's currently the $10 Hope. As for the big one, the Cranbourne Cup, Foxy Cleopatra is the best backed in that. So I've got an early money multi for you here, Matty. Ascot race one, number three, diamond scene into Cranbourne race, uh, race 10, uh, or race 10, Jenny Pending. Uh, Dooman race seven, number one, Comrade Rosa, and kembla Grange, uh, race number nine, number five, Headwall. They're the best backed right across the country. Uh, that's a multi that pays you a whopping $1,174 if you want to take it, or it take, pays you about $80 for a place multi. And the country cracker you mentioned were Race 1, Selection 10, Geordie Girl, currently even money. Orange Race 2 Selection 10, Tokyo Ice, and Musselbrook Race 5, Selection 3, Mazita. They're the best. Back off-Broadway, so to speak. Yeah, they are a bit off-Broadway,
0: some of those. Uh, But if they're well back, they're well back. Um, We're going to get Josh from Horsham on shortly, and then the footnote with Nick Foote. Hillsville Greyhounds are going to kick in as well. A bit of fast-form action on Wodonga Cup Day from Rick McIntosh, and then we're going to have a look at the Valley as well. So we've still got a lot more to squeeze in before the big V. Uh, the gong is worth a million bucks. It's race seven at Kembla Grange. Uh, Don, what's mm. the what's the market here? So Ossipenko
1: is best backed with us. It was best backed in the futures markets and continues to be really well supported. Final fields so was put up three fifty. Was three forty this morning. Now into three thirty. Detonated Jack on the second line of betting was put up at eight. Is now five dollars. Waterford really popular too. It's the second most popular behind Ossipenko. Eleven dollars it was. Now into seven. And Surf Dance is really interesting. We had big investment in the futures markets on surf to answer at $21. It opened 11 final fields. Got out to 15 is now $13. But best backed in the gong is
2: Osipenko. Thoughts, Shark? I thought from a better draw than what he endured last time, Waterford was a really good chance in this race. Was building up to something. Uh, ran a really good race two runs ago. Uh, similar form lines to Detonated Jack. I think those two will probably get something of mine in this race, but yeah, it just seems to be dragging on forever. The Sydney Spring Carnival, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not exa- I know it's worth a million bucks, not really inspiring no. me to play this race. No, I think, it seems
0: like the new rule is that the Spring Carnival doesn't end. I think it's just an ongoing thing, the spring carnival, now. just never
2: stops. Yes.
0: Uh, pensioner Pete uh, has clipped me again for saying me instead of million. Uh, so he's done a uh, good on you though. I appreciate okay, keeps that. Keeps you accountable. Pete.
2: Sharks quality numbers for Cranburn. Oh yeah, got guess you've got to put the line through them eventually, don't you? Uh okay, one, two, six, ten, three, six, eight, two five, nine, ten, three, four, five. Prayers required.
0: What about the Warra, which is a pretty good sprint up there at Kembla Grange, Don? It is so. It's, well, it's
1: worth three hundred thousand dollars. The Warra, Brudenell was an eight-dollar chance, which had it on the equal third line of betting, is now eight dollars into four eighty. It's the best-backed runner with us. Dragonstone had been four sixty, is now five fifty. Insurrection six out to six fifty, a little easy. Back in Ali here was put up double figures at fifteen dollars. Touch nine this morning is now nine fifty, and the pick of those at longer is actually quick tempo here, who's fifteen dollars back in a. 14. Best backed is Brudenel, then Bacchanalia, and then Insurrection, third most popular.
0: Given you had no interest in the gong shark, I'm not sure you're a <laughs> warroman.
2: Not exactly. Uh, lots and lots of speed as you'd expect. Malkovich, uh, recommendation, the like cannonball. There aren't many
0: faster horses in Australia than John Malkovich.
2: Well, you got Cannonball in there. He's hmm. pretty quick, isn't he? There's a few that like to get along and get running in this race. Maybe a horse like Insurrection, second up from two. He's pretty quick as well, but I think he just lobs in a good spot to to be in behind them and and finishing off. Hard to say, gets a very good run. Very similar to what he had when he ran over the top of recommendation and insurrection at Randwick. And he's put up four on the trot as well. So, yeah, there'd be a couple there to think about. The
0: shock of the century, uh, Shelby 66, scratched. He runs in everything Shelby 66, so he's out. Hey, Don, before I let you guys go, because Joshy from Horsham's on the line, can you give us a market for the railway?
1: I can. I can absolutely stand by for two seconds whilst I get that up. What I can tell you about the railway, though, is that the local Hope Alsafina was really popular in fact, continues to be best back. So race number eight there at Ascot, over the 1,600 metres with $1.5 million in prize money up for grabs. Equal favourites here: Tuvalu, who's been four hundred and sixty and unchanged, and Al Safina seven hundred and fifty into four hundred and sixty joins it as the other. Roots had been put up favourite initially is three hundred and eighty now five dollars. Bustler is eleven dollars into ten. Uh, Carly's Karma thirteen dollars into twelve, and then oh, Marichino is really interesting. Marichino, I should say, thirty four dollars into sixteen. The best packed is Al Safina. We've taken three times the money for Al Safina than the money we've taken for Roots, who's second most popular. And there's Tuvalu, who's third most popular in the race. It's
0: sort of east versus west, as it usually is, Shark. but I've, I've got no handle on this railway this year. Can you oh. help me?
2: Yeah, Al was great last week on the quick backup. He uh, needed that run last week to bring her on for this, so you would assume she'll be absolutely cherry and very, very hard to beat. Tuvalu, though, will be up on speed. I know he has to give her five kilos, but he's just so tough. He's proven at, you know, group two level, I guess you'd say, and been really competitive at group one level on the eastern states. So that form usually stands up really, really well in these races. I think they're the two. You're copying 460 around that for for the pair. I think you can pick which one you like. Back them both, really, and you should get a little result. Keep an eye on number 17, Casino 17. When this horse gets out to 2,000 metres and beyond, he'll be winning something.
0: Now Jared has responded to the clip that he got for saying that we were funny about someone saying that he got on the grog early. So now Jared's fought back with "never too early on the Gold Coast, especially we when we are an hour behind and twenty four degrees beautiful." So Jared's bounced <laughs> back. To explain his early drinking. Don't I like rate that.
2: that from Jared. Absolutely. It's 20 past nine and he's having a, be- a beer. That's that's really good work from him.
0: The suggestion that I had that uh, taunting might have been a bit of a rare. Uh, someone's responded to that by saying, talking about tabbies, then Cannonball's name comes up. Australia's biggest puss puss.
2: Mm, okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Your mate, our mate, Josh sponsored, from Horsham, sponsored by, by Whiskey. Put so. your hands on because the great man's on the phone, Josh from Horsham. Uh, how are you, Josh? Morning, boys. Fit here. How are you? Very well, very well. Um, We've been a bit off the path this morning. Can you push us back on the path and find us some winners?
5: Not unusual for a Friday, Matty, but we'll do our best. (laughs) So we'll uh, we'll go tomorrow. We'll uh, Tatura, race six, number one, Bangarang Redback. Um, Look, Fit a third up. I'm banking on a wet track to help him out here. Um, Comes in well after Tommy Stockdale's claim he can win, but he does want this thing out of the ground. So that's race six, number one at Tatura. Yep. Um, And about an hour and 20 minutes later, same track, race eight, number three, Mr. Tickles, who's another one who will be suited if there's a bit of give in the track. Now, he's been mixing his form a little bit, but he looks suited down in this grade. Um, They're going to go, like, the clappers early in this so He can take a sit and be pretty hard to hold out late, I reckon. That's race eight, number three, Mr. Tickles at Tatura. Skip
3: ahead
5: to Sunday. Sunday, we've got race eight, number nine, Zalini, who's third up for the new stable, should be ready to fire. Um, efforts have been okay, this preparation in two two runs. It handles wet ground. Uh, young Chop Houston can go straight to the front and give him something to chase there. Yeah, that's race eight, number nine, Zalini.
0: Is that, where's that, Swan Hill? Swan Hill, yep. yep. And
5: then one last one, Ararat, race eight. Now, I'm not sure its numbers aren't out well, I haven't seen the final field yet, but I know it accepted. Now, it's either called Crux or Crew. I'm not sure. Um, with the uh, Prusky Yard um, last start in the highway, it was only just, but that was its first start um, for that stable. Go back two starts ago, it was very good at Mornington off a pretty ordinary, pretty ordinary and tough run. So, I repeated that effort from Mornington, and it goes very close here. Um, it, you might get an each way price about it too, so we'll wait and see how we go. But that's Monday at our at race eight.
0: Uh, race eight number? No, I, I haven't seen
5: final field. Oh, yet, sorry.
0: So okay, well, we'll, we'll just keep an eye on whether it whether it runs. Yep. Incorrect. Have you cleaned the pool yet for the for the big summer ahead, Josh?
5: I have, mate. Yeah, it's um it's about four inches deeper now than it was last night when I went to bed. We've <laughs> had about thirty five mil in autumn. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, buddy, going to build an ark later on. She's um <laughs> yeah, she's substantial rain today.
0: Well, send us the stage by stage photos of you building arc the ark, and, and we'll put them on the RSN website. No,
5: we'll do. Good on you, good on you, Josh.
0: Race six, number one. Tat. Race eight, number three. Tat. Race eight, number nine. Swan Hill Sunday, and then race eight, number something or other for crew or crooks. uh, For Prushka, that was the race eight one, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, that was Josh from Horsham. We got hey guys, thanks very much. I found this very entertaining. well, we covered some ground, didn't Pensioner we? Pete is claiming that someone's impersonated him clipping me for saying million instead of million. So he said, someone is, is using me. I did not send that message. Who put me in? Not happy. I think that'll be Tim from Kilsyth who's put him in because they, they have a bit of an argy-bargy, these two. So. <laughs> hey, uh, Don, thanks, mate. Um, Pleasure. Invoice Bensley. Yep, I'll extra be chucking word. that in. It's, uh, it's a little lighter on than what
1: a, a Felgate-type invoice would be, but I'll chuck it in anyway and uh, be very grateful for it.
0: Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time, Shark. Good on you, son. On your Matty, on your Don.